Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Welcome to another fantastic interview. We're going to do a little bit of a, you might call it a minor departure from our usual marketing and business building strategies and profit and all that. Um, I have a guest this week who we're definitely going to talk about her business and what her main uh, mission is now. And, and actually, I think I just chose the word mission for a reason. Um, Barbara Kudwa is my guest, and she worked as a financial advisor with an emphasis on presenting seminars. Over time, she found God calling her to witness to his unconditional love, grace, and mercy. Using her spiritual journey filled with devastating challenges and multiple healings, she now seeks to inspire others to follow, to allow God to impact their lives. And she has written a book, and we're just going to talk about a whole, a whole bunch of things here. Barbara, how are you doing today? Great, Jim. Thank you. And how are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's it's good to connect with you. I, I understand we got um, a couple friends in common, um, Tony and uh, Adam Homey. Um, who did we say? Brad. We know Brad as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're 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 in good company. Well, it's it's good to connect with you. Um, take us back a little bit to. Um, you know, what was your life 20 years ago or 30 years ago? And I, I don't know when the, evidently you went through some, some major challenges and, and came to this place where you are now. What time frame are we talking about? Uh, 40 years ago. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so what were you doing 40 years ago? I know you've had many, um, many different careers. Why don't you give us a little bit of a thumbnail, your background? Sure. Uh, I chased several different careers, like many going into college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So uh, I tried out executive secretary, nursing programs. Uh, I just knew I wanted to help other people. So, and I picked a teaching career because I was an athlete and I thought, great, I can also coach. Uh, I took a sabbatical after a couple years just trying to find out what to do and I went back and I majored in business administration and I minored in a paralegal program. I thought the detour was going to take me uh, into law school so um, I worked as a paralegal and uh, had another huge detour after a couple years of working in New York my husband didn't like the East Coast, so we moved back to the Midwest, and I found myself being a, um, a new career of being a mother and having children. Mm. So I knew this detour wasn't exactly the timing I had expected, but I dug down deep and went with it, took a leap of faith. Um, I ended up uh, finding out that we didn't have benefits. So I worked as a full-time secretary for a financial advisor. And um, it, and, well, for one thing, 
I sure wish I had paid attention better in my economic class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all wish we paid attention in school. When, when you moved from, you said you moved from New York back, where did you go back to or move to? Michigan. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the, that's the Tony and Paul and connection, I guess. Exactly. In the beautiful Traverse City area. Okay, cool. All right. So what time frame is this when you move back? And I mean, it sounds like you really enjoyed school. I mean, geez, from being studying teaching, nursing, then you majored in um, business administration, thought you'd be a lawyer. I mean, were you in, in school the whole time? Uh, no, uh, ended up five years. I didn't go to law school. And so working as a secretary and a financial advisor, to a financial advisor just moved me to my next career saying I can do this. So I didn't have to go back to college to be licensed. Um, I just needed a financial institution to back me. And um, I went into their program to become a financial advisor. And I got licensed and I did it. Wow. <laughs> and I ended up at the top of my class, so it was something I enjoyed. Uh, I specialized in women with their finances, so I did newsletters and I gave financial seminars for women so that they could understand their finances. So in, so, in, your, um, in your biography that I was reading before the, before the interview, um, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, acting as a catalyst for hope in the midst of darkness. Was that something because of what you went through or is that kind of your current mission now? Well, in what I, could you re-ask that again? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what was that? Can you ask that question again? Sure. You know, I was reading in your in your bio, um, acting oh. as a catalyst for hope in the midst of darkness. I was asking if that was referencing something you went through, or do you feel like that's your personal mission or and calling now? Gotcha. Sorry about that. Uh, no, it acting as a catalyst. I was hoping that I could help others through my own traumas and. Um, what different tragedies I had experienced in helping others be able to find hope and dig down deep and move forward. Um, you know, I've certainly been through a lot as well from long-term unemployment and cancer and, and, you know, starting several businesses and the struggles. And I think different things that we go through um, prepare us to help others. So in a way, there's some of the things that you went through is you feel you've kind of come full circle. Now you're able to help people when they're in, when they're in the darkness, so to speak. Right. Right. I have experienced a array of different traumas. I think everyone has experienced grief. Um, I lost both my parents within 40 days. Shockingly. Um, I also lost my brother to suicide. Uh, lots of losing. I, I lost part of my finger in a water skiing accident, and uh, my, I lost my identity. I felt divorced. I lost my home in fourth grade to a tornado, and uh, a couple years ago, Hurricane Matthew in South Carolina uh, 
took the bottom of my house. <laughs> and um, the final was the big boom where I had a double betrayal. And uh, my husband and my girlfriend had an affair that ended in a murder-suicide, a double betrayal. And her husband, our friend, killed my husband and then himself. Good grief. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, now I'm stunned. I, I, you're probably the first guest in 322 interviews, which I'm, my mouth is agape, I think. So, my goodness, Barbara, you, you really have been through it. Yes, and it was hard to dig yourself and try to understand what, you know, why these events happen, how to improve yourself. How do you get back up? Um, and so, again, I just felt like I could help give other people hope and inspiration so that when life throws you a curve, you can get back up. So is that why you decided to write the book, um, Finding God sure. Anew? Okay. And what, what time frame was that? I would say probably a couple years after the double betrayal, um, I got the courage, a lot of people, that's where I met Paul and Tony and Brad and everyone. Was, I wasn't a writer. I never wrote a book. <laughs> and I thought, well, they're right. I didn't do a lot of these other, you know, careers either. So um, they helped inspire me and gave me the courage and put the right people in front of me and before you know it I ended up writing a book and um, what what year did you write the book October of 2016 the exact day I launched it was the exact day Hurricane Matthew hit my house oh my goodness so <laughs> What were you doing? Um, like, what are you doing now to support yourself before you, you know became an author and, and, a, and a speaker? Well, being a financial advisor helped me <laughs> in the past. So I was able to um, do well in the stock market. And also, um, I've just invested in different properties, so I have rental income. Okay. So, um, so you wrote the book and, um, I, I need, did you have, did you always have a good relationship with the Lord or did all these things bring you to your knees, so to speak? Was that the impetus for getting closer to him or how did that happen? Yeah, I, my, I had, my parents were terrific. They um, brought me up knowing the Lord and we went to church and then you know, once you're out on college, you kind of put your toes in the water and you kind of do your own way. So my relationship wasn't as close. I wasn't building on that relationship I had growing up. And so, yes, where I have found a closer relationship with I was. And do you feel you were you were called to write the book? 
yeah, it's crazy because, you know, I, I feel like those thoughts that come in your head that you didn't put there, I would laugh and I'd say, I can't do this. I can't write a book. I don't know how, you know, it, it just so many times the thought came in my head. I go, I went to a retreat and right beside me on my right side, my left side, when everyone's telling what their career is, they are both writers. I almost laughed out loud. <laughs> and I was like, you have to be kidding. I was like, I'm not going to ask for their help. And uh, it just, the thought kept coming. You need to write and help other people. And at, finally, at a wedding, um, at our table, I met a writing coach. Never heard of a writing coach. Didn't know that was a career. And so I got up the courage and I said, all right, I'll ask. And she helped me a lot in setting me in the direction of who to contact and how to organize my life story. So have you been doing a lot of speaking now since the book came out? Or, or I suppose everybody wants to do more, but are you doing speaking now? I am doing speaking now. Um, my house is set now in South Carolina, and I am moving forward now more so on uh, my speaking, doing trade shows, uh, talking to different groups, conferences, smaller groups, church groups, business groups. Well, how exciting is that? So, oh, so you moved from uh, Michigan to South Carolina? I'm like one of those snowbirds. <laughs> What's that? So I'm a snowbird. So I I love the summers up north, but I, not so much the winter, the snow. So that's when I head south to South Carolina in the winters. Oh, and where about in South Carolina? Uh, Fripp Island. It's right by, it's probably an hour from Savannah. Got it. Okay. Cause I don't know if you know this, my wife and I live on a boat, so we travel up and down snowbirds as well. And, and, um, we go right through Savannah on the intercoastal waterway. Well, come on by. It's <laughs> the most outer Island. <laughs> what? So I'm curious about, um, you know, I've, I've been coaching for 10 years now and I, I meet so many people who, um, go through difficult things and then they, um, think maybe there's a business in there. Maybe I can help other people. And that's really the, that's really what you've started to pursue with the book and speaking. Um, to, you know, I'm sure when you were going to school for uh, business administration, paralegal and, and nursing and things like that, that was probably the last thing you had on your mind was writing a book and being a speaker. Am I right? Correct. It's the farthest. That was not even a thought. <laughs> so are you nervous about being a speaker or is that something you're comfortable with? Well, I'm thankful for speaking in front of people when I gave seminars, when I was a financial advisor. So um, on top of that, I have joined Toastmasters. Tony said that helped him a lot and I have found that very helpful in um and speaking with larger or smaller groups. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, I want to delve into the um, to the faith faith part of this whole discussion. You mentioned something called 
um, God winks, you know, how to spot little things throughout the day. How did, how did you come to that phrase and talk about that a little bit? Okay. It's one of my favorite to talk about. Okay, good. I am so thankful for my God winks. Um, I, I've come to notice that God sends me answers to what I call God winks. And I have to kind of wink my eye because some people think God wings like angel wings. <laughs> so I want to make sure I'm speaking clearly. So these winks are just, um, they're, I call them the unexplainable. So they happen in everyday life. For example, you can receive a phone call out of the blue and it'll be an answer that you were looking for. Or somebody comes up and gives you a hug out of the blue when you really needed one. Those are the simple ones. Uh, hard ones to explain are like when Godwinks come through dreams or thoughts that pop into your head. You know, they didn't come from you, so you have to figure where did they come from. And in the unexplainable, if you can't explain where the answer came from, I call them Godwinks. So I just watch my surroundings, like what is being spoken, what I read, what I observe, whether it's nature around me. Um, I just find that God interweaves everybody, so many people in my life. And um, I'm just thankful. I call those all God wings. Mm, I like that. You know, so you've been through a lot. I mean, um, you ticked off the divorce, the tornado, you know, the, the, the husband and um, lost your parents. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I mean, my goodness. Um, how, how have you overcome some of these challenges? I mean, you sound like a, a pretty together person, pretty positive. And, you know, the, I know, I know, um, Barbara, a lot of people struggle with forgiveness and, and, and death and divorce and even career changes. How have you been able to uh, find your way through that? Well, <laughs> there's a lot of different answers. Um, yeah, I, I look at each situation as like temporary. I don't let it take citizenship in my life. Um, and I, I now can look at it as an opportunity for personal growth. Don't let me kid you when it smacks you in the face, you know, you're in shock and you, you don't just stand, shake your head and stand and get right back up. But um, I, I survived you know, because of God, because he gave me hope. And um, I also survived by not isolating myself. I wasn't too proud to ask for help from family and friends. Um, I went on a retreat that helped me. Other people are broken there too. And you find out how other people are in the same boat you are. And you can get healing there and also find lifetime friends. Dependent on um, the kind of trauma uh, that, uh, you know, hits you. I had to have uh, EMDR counseling, which is eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Okay, can you say that three times fast? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Well, the the therapist used like eye movement and other forms of bilateral stimulation, and it helps trauma victims to process the distressing events and memories. 
that helps out a lot. Um, I've learned three types of breathing techniques, like not just breathe in and breathe out, taking deep breaths before you talk, but you can also like find the center by tossing a ball right or left or any type of object. And you can also cross your feet, cross your arms, and you'll find all these different techniques. Uh, when I talk, I give examples standing up in front of everyone, specific ways of doing all three of these. But um, they're all examples that help me process my trauma. Um, I also, there's <laughs> what I call think it, say it, and picture it. So you, you mostly have to be willing to walk through the pain that you're in an uncomfortable situation. So you can't let the pain allow you to keep you down. You got to find the strengths and talents that you never knew existed. So you got to make sure that fear does not own you, that there is no fear and what's on the other side is going to be better. You have to believe it. So your pain gives way to hope. So you think it, you tell yourself that the situation is not who you are. <laughs> so you think it and um, you think of yourself completing that task. You can say it. You got to speak out loud that you're victorious in whatever that situation is. And you got to keep telling yourself over and over that you can do it. And then you have to picture it. So be thankful for all the good things that you have in your life. And then close your eyes and visually picture the outcome that you want. You picture yourself being victorious. You picture those positive thoughts. And then those positive thoughts are going to produce positive habits. And remember, it takes 21 days to form a new habit. <laughs> mm, that's true. Um, well, Barbara, it's been so much fun uh, connecting with you and learning your story. I I'm, I'm highly impressed. Um, where can people find your book and, and how can people connect with you? Well, you can purchase my book either on Amazon or I have a website, uh, barbfindsgodanew.com. You can buy the book off that website. There's also a speaking tab, so you can hire me to speak. You also can find testimonials and interviews, and it also has a press release on there. Um, and my speaking topics and my contact information. Uh, also, uh, my Facebook uh, page is Barb Finds God Anew, and I give daily inspirational thoughts and Bible verses for the day. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being my special guest, Barbara. Really appreciate it. Jim, thank you.
You're so welcome. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Barbara Goodworth. And hey, if we're not connected yet with my um, free Facebook group, Build Your Dream Business Now, uh, you can fix that at dreambizgroup.com, dreambizgroup.com. Uh, until next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.